I've been waiting 23 years to say that. Oh wow, mine started right up right away this time. Must be shutting down and rebooting my computer. Hell, so must be all that, all those cookies of porn that you got finally got uh -huh. rid of, and all those nude photos no, of Jillian Anderson. No, no, I only, I only watch that in the private mode so that it doesn't store the cookies. But the cookies are the best part. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> God damn it, now we're back on Ninja Sex Party Everybody again. getting some cookies today. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> oh, this is the FBI's Most Unwanted. I'm, I'm Justin. And so today we are on a weird little episode. This is season two, episode 19. It is called Dead Calm. Uh, they uh, took the title from an epi uh, from a movie called Deadcom, only because this episode takes place in Norway. They took the Norwegian spelling of dead, which is D O with a little slash through it, D, and then uh, just spelled calm with a K, so that it would look more Norwegian. Yep. <laughs> yes. And uh, this one was, uh, the story was by Howard Gordon, and then the teleplay was done by Howard Gordon and Alex Gansa. And that is surprising to me that those two were involved in this episode. We'll get to why in a little bit. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm making a lot of mouth noises. Sorry, oh, ASMR! Uh, some people don't like that, so, and but my mouth moist, is a moist, 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 moist. <laughs> yeah. Now, this one originally aired... March 10th, 1995, and was written to make use of the fact that they had access to a Navy destroyer that had previously featured in the episodes Colony and Endgame. Okay, because, yeah, uh, this is mm -hmm. a very, re like, when this started, and it, you kind of saw, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I was looking at I'm like, I'm pretty sure they've used that boat before. <laughs> Yes, and also they also wanted it to be like an easy episode for the crew to shoot because it, they had just done a couple very demanding episodes, but the episode eventually became really difficult to shoot, so they didn't end up getting any rest for the poor crew that had had a tough time on the previous two episodes. Um the original ship that this was shot on is called the HMCS Mackenzie. It was, uh, it's a Canadian destroyer. Uh, in the show, they call it the USS Ardent. The Canadian destroyer is also a professional wrestling move. Oh, it should be totally. Oh, it is. It's like a, um, it's like almost like a. What? How is it described? It's kind of like a front flip suplex kind of deal, or pile a front fl hmm. a front flip pile driver. Interesting. I have to look it up again. 
And I bet it's a sexy sex move. I bet. So, yeah, some of the production problems they ran into, uh, the temperature dropped substantially, which meant everything on the boat became uh, very cold because there's, you know, no heat on the boat. It was it's a decommissioned ship. They just had access to it. Uh, So the entire cast and crew were extremely cold and uncomfortable. Uh, The close quarters of the ship meant they had a lot of. Uh, production problems and the whole thing takes place on the boat so they had uh, they had uh they ended up calling this the episode from oh, hell geez. um yeah um and a lot of other things they had to repaint the ship rust brown and and all this other stuff and uh the makeup applied to everybody took a long time to put that on. was some heavy uh, ass still, makeup yeah, and it did not look no, it good. Didn't. And we'll get to that too. It was uh, pretty bad. It was '90s TV old age makeup. Um, <clears throat> so this episode starts us off in the Norwegian Sea. Uh, there's a bunch of American soldiers, uh, seamen. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call them in the navy. Uh, they're you know going overboard into a lifeboat. Uh, to get off this boat, uh, the USS Ardent, uh, the captain is like, no, come on. He's like going to shoot them. He's like, you're committing mutiny. And they're like, no, we're committing survival. And we're not going to end up like all the rest of them on the ship. We're going to get the hell out of here. And the captain, of course, stays in stereotypical captain goes down with the ship uh, <laughs> mentality. <clears throat> and then 18 hours later, there's a Canadian fishing boat out there just doing whatever, and they find this lifeboat. However, when they go to pull in all the survivors on the lifeboat, all of the young men that were on the boat have turned into old men in the 18 hours it took them to appear at this Canadian what's, fishing What's vessel. interesting is when that was happening the very first time, like they have fog around like the Canadian boat and everything. And it was very mm-hmm. reminiscent of the fog. Like, did yeah. you ever see the original fog or the carpenter fog? I know of the fog. I have not seen the fog, but I can only assume it is not like the mist. It's <laughs> not at all like the mist. Uh, uh, okay. But it's, but it's the same kind of idea where it's like, like the fog is basically like ghost pirates come out of the fog onto an island. Um, but okay. in this, the way it was kind of shot and done, where they get pulled in and it's just all these kind of like now super aged people from 18 hours ago. It kind of just was very reminiscent of it. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that was a okay. nice little play That's off cool. of that. Sure. Um, and so then after that, uh, we come up at the, uh, of course, there's the opening credits. And then we come up at the Bethesda Naval Hospital and Scully goes into the hospital and Mulder's there. He's like, come on, Scully. This is like, this is super important. Like this vessel has been missing for, for 42 hours. You know, this vessel went missing for 42 hours. Uh, yada, 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 um, bunch of survivors got pulled in, uh, and she's like, well, but there was something super wrong with them. Only one 
guy, Lieutenant Harper, is left alive. He's in quarantine. Uh, they won't let me in. And she's like, you know, what's wrong with him? And Mulder's like, well, that's what I need you to tell me. And he has stolen for her a uh, clearance to get her past the uh, military security officer standing outside Lieutenant Harper's bedroom. And she goes in and there is like this old dude on life support there in the room. And Scully says to the nurse in there, she's like looking at the chart and she's like, is this Lieutenant Harper? And the nurse is like, yeah, that's what it says on his chart. And she's like, well, there's there's got to be something wrong here. Like, this can't be Lieutenant Harper. Did you fingerprint him? And they're like, yeah, all soldiers get fingerprinted. We checked it. Like, we've confirmed his identity. This is him. And she's like, nope, no way. I still don't believe you. This says that Lieutenant Harper is 28 years old. And this is a very old man. And at this point, uh, um. Uh, a doctor comes in and she's like, well, excuse me for like, I didn't know that any of my treatment or, and then she starts asking, you know, like, how is he being treated and yada, yada, yada. And basically a doctor just comes in and goes, you know, it's not up to you to be here. Like, who even are you? Let me see your clearance. And Scully hands her the clearance. And it turns out that um, it's like an expired clearance number. So Scully gets kicked out. And she goes back to Mulder's office and she's like, something is really fucking weird here, Mulder. Like, that is a man that is supposedly 28 years old and he looked like he was in his 90s, which he didn't. Terrible old age makeup. He looked like he was an impossible person. <laughs> it's it, it looks like the kind of makeup Johnny Knoxville used to uh, be an old man when he did some, some of the jackass uh, skits mm -hmm. like it was awful mm -hmm. but if, what's even worse like as said, we go through i'm gonna bring it up now is the acting behind the old person makeup is some of the funniest thing funniest things mm -hmm. i've ever seen in a while for something like this oh yeah definitely and it is i mean i i can't stress enough like we are gonna pick on the old age makeup a ton but it is 90s and it is TV. They had no budget and they had no yeah. time. They they were slapping. And even though the makeup by, by any standard took a long time to put on, it didn't take anywhere near as like if they were doing old age makeup on like a film production right. or whatever. So, um, but it just adds to the, the strangeness and the weird... Um, ultimate feeling of the overall quality of this episode. So, um, oh boy, here's where Mulder goes in. This, this episode takes a few twists and turns, and this is where Mulder dives in. He's like, look, uh, there were all these other ships that, um, have passed through that same area in the Norwegian Sea along the 65th parallel and they all disappeared. And I think that, like, did you ever hear about the Philadelphia Experiment? Which, if nobody knows, the Philadelphia Experiment was a real thing where they were, and Scully even says it in the episode, where she's like, where they were trying to make um, uh, ships invisible to radar. And Mulder's like, yeah, except... And, 
this is a true urban legend. Like you can look it up. I'm not going to explain the whole thing, but in the episode, Mulder kind of gives you overview where he's like, yeah, except no, they were like experimenting with like time vortexes and stuff. And they made a whole battleship disappear in front of people's eyes. And it appeared like 65 miles away in a, in a different location. And, it, um, it, it, yada, 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 aliens, Mulder essentially As thinks that, yes, Mulder is thinking that, um, there were alien technologies, something about the scientists that were working on the Philadelphia experiment, then went, went to Roswell afterward. And, <clears throat> uh, also there's something in there about people, reporting a strange glowing light in the water which i mean we all know that bioluminescence like we there were pictures not that long ago in fact my brother took some of the blue algae that was like glowing in the night uh in san diego nice like it was just yeah and it was really cool my brother and his girlfriend went and saw it uh, it just at nighttime was just algae or plankton or some fucking thing that was just bl- glowing blue. The water looked like there was neon lights in it. It was pretty cool. Um, so anyhow, Mulder's like, well, and guess what? I'm going to Norway. And Scully's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with you, too. This is weird. And oh, by the way, we're not telling Skinner, obviously, but that doesn't have... <clears throat> That doesn't have anything to do with the episode. I don't know why they even brought it up. Uh, So they go to Norway and they try to get a boat to take them out. And all of the Norwegian folks are scared. They don't want to go out there. All the the boat uh, owners are like, nope, nope, we aren't going out there. No way. And they get an American living in Norway named Henry Trondheim. He's like, ah, I ain't scared to go out there. And he takes him out there. This, this bugged me because ardent... this guy throughout the episode was so hard to understand at points. He was almost like Quinn and Jaws. Yes, except he, I believe he said he was originally from Florida. He's, yeah, I'm pretty sure he said that too. His character said something about being from Florida. And I'm like, all right, you don't sound like you're from Florida, but okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he is 100%. They took a little bit of Quint for this character. (laughs) Like, there's no way around that. You nailed it on the head. Even when he first is introduced, is dressed a little bit like Quint. A little bit, yeah. He's got kind of... uh, the same kind of hat going on and stuff like that. Uh, so they're out there, they're in the fog, uh, and they're looking for the, the USS Ardent and they find it by literally just running into it. Like suddenly it just drifts out of the fog in front of them and they hit it and they get on the three of them. And they find all these signs of, like, corrosion. Even though the Ardent, this takes place in 1995. The ship was built, they say, in 1991. But it looks like it's got just decades and decades of wear on it. It's all rusty and everything. 
and then they go down and they find mummified remains of a bunch of crew members. Uh, Scully touches one, it falls apart, that kind of thing. And that is when, uh, wait, uh, let me make sure. Well, there's oh, like... actually, this is when, sorry, this is when they, they, they didn't talk about the glowing light yet. I got ahead of that because um, they find, that's, this is when they find Captain Barclay from the beginning, only now he is super old. And then he says something about time getting lost and something about the glowing light in the ocean. And they also find point, a, they also find a dead body that led to him. Yes. Yep. Um, and at the same time, uh, Trondheim's boat gets stolen. We don't know by who. And his first mate is murdered by someone. We don't know who. Yeah, they assume it's um, this. The, the, uh, well, Trondheim thinks it's this captain, but and this is the first part of like the overacting kind of deal because mm-hmm. like Scully makes a note of it later it's like I don't think he killed him because he's having a hard time like just carrying a glass of water like and it's just super right. it's like over the top shaky <laughs> Hmm. well and this is also about the part about the time when we are introduced to this Norwegian pirate whaler whose name is Olafsson who like tries to attack Trondheim and Trondheim knows who he is and they they this guy killed because he thinks now he thinks this Olafsson guy killed his first mate and so they have this big fight but then all of a sudden they all realize wait a second wait a second this dude Olafsson he hasn't aged but he's been on the ship for two days and we meaning Mulder Scully and Trondheim are actually starting to age and captain barclay he dies because um, from what he's super if from old. what uh scully calls hard sand well that comes okay. up later uh we haven't gotten to we haven't gotten to the the hard it's hard salt, hard salt. or heavy, heavy salt yeah. but we haven't gotten to we haven't gotten to heavy salt yet we'll get there because who oh boy um so yeah uh now they're like, well, now what is there like it? So they, they start to age and then Scully comes up with this idea. She's like, okay, so like maybe the ardent is sailing near a metallic object under the ocean, like maybe like a meteor crash and it's causing like this positive negative polarity with the ship and causing the free radicals in our body to like super oxidize wicked quickly and age us and maybe it's just something in Olafson's body that makes him immune and that's when uh this liquid starts to fall that looks like blood and they're like oh my god they he said the ship was bleeding and look it is bleeding and um, Mulder's like, mm, nope, actually, that looks like rust. And then he goes, wait a minute, this pipe right here, this sewage pipe, this sewage pipe is the only pipe on the whole ship that's not like rusted through. 
And they're like, oh, so something in the ocean got in the drinking water. And what is in the drinking water is making the aging. And this is the point in the episode where I go, this is dumb. Okay, yeah. I was so confused. Like, when they got to that point where it's like, the water's doing it. I'm just like, what are... What are you talking about? Like, that is so bizarre. Up to this point, we have been talking about things like, you know, we've we've mentioned uh, time vortexes. We've mentioned alien technology. We've mentioned, you know, meteors in the water, which maybe it still could be. They don't ever clear that yeah. part up. But um, we... Um, now find out that the real culprit is there is this stuff. The stuff! In the, the stuff in the drinking water that Scully calls heavy salt. So the monster of this episode is salt. <laughs> um, and it, it doesn't make the water taste salty, but it does it interacts with the salts in your body that makes rapid oxidative damage in your blood that makes uh, the salt level in your body goes up, makes you super dehydrated and super like rapid aging. And the reason this happened didn't happen to Olafson is he was drinking, the recycled water from the sewage system because he was hiding out in a part of the ship to not be found and he drank the the different water than the drinking water the drinking water gets like pumped in from the ocean run through a chemical process and then they drink it and then they recycle the there's some like purification process to recycle I the, hope the so the otherwise he's yeah, he's drinking shit water <laughs> yeah um, so Olafson tells Trondheim about this. He's trying to get Trondheim to, to turn on Mulder and Scully. He's like, you know, the, the two of us can survive. We can drink this, this safe water and they can drink the poisoned water and they can die. And Trondheim's like, or I can drink the clean water and everybody can die. And he kills Mulder and Scully. (laughs) He kills Trondheim and then plans to just let Mulder and Scully die. That's what I meant by locking Mulder and Scully out of the room with the recycled water tank. So all they have access to is the quote unquote drinking water. What's really funny is that at this point, like Mulder and Scully are aging faster and faster. And, but Mm -hmm. Mulder's makeup is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> it really, in fact, on the Wikipedia page, the picture for the episode is a picture of old Mulder. Lo- he looks like he's having a, like, he looks like an old man that's also having a severe allergic reaction to, uh, like, yeah. a hornet sting. But then on top of that. <laughs> it's so puffy. But looking. then on top of that, his acting is literally, he's a bobblehead. Like, he can't hold his head still. He's just shaking well, it all over the place. I know. And he's he's trying to get the the old person um, unsteadiness. He's try- But he's way overdoing yeah. it. 
And you texted me earlier. It made me laugh so hard. Why is rapidly aging Scully still He's still hot? high? <laughs> and I said because it's yeah. Jillian Anderson. I mean, look up any picture of Jillian Anderson now. Obviously, she looks better than her age makeup on the TV show. But look up any picture of Jillian Anderson now. She's an older lady now, and she's still smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's just who she is. In fact, uh, if you watch her on Sex Education, she's a whole lot of fun on that show. And I recommend that show a lot to anybody. She's not a major, major character in it. She's in it plenty, but she's not like the main focus. But it is still a good show overall, if anybody wants to check that one yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Trondheim has locked himself in. He can't, they can't, uh, Mulder and Scully can't get to the little bit of clean safe drinking water that is left so uh this is what happens Mulder, his bot every when she's done some tests on their pee and her body her kidneys are filtering out at least a little bit of this substance, which is meaning, which means she's a little bit safer than Mulder. Mulder's kidneys, on the other hand, for some unknown reason, aren't getting rid of any of this substance. So he's getting a lot worse than Scully, a lot faster. Um, so she starts giving everything they have left to Mulder. She's like, no, like, I can survive a little bit longer. The Navy knows where we are. They're coming. You won't survive if you don't drink. In fact, they're down to, like, I think the water that comes out of a can of sardines. It's it's, it's water that came out of a can of sardines, 12 lemons, Mm -hmm. and water from a snow globe. Yes, that's right. The water from the snow globe. I forgot about that. And I'm like, that's not good. No, it's disgusting. But it is also... Really, Mulder, she believes it's her own, and Mulder's like, no, Scully, you drink it. Like, and I actually, from a character standpoint, from, this is to me is the best thing in the whole episode, just in terms of character work and story. Mulder's like, no, like, look, number one, I'm already further gone than you. Number two, you're a woman, so statistically your life is going to be longer than mine Anyway, even if we make it out of this, like, I'm fine dying. You will have more life ahead of you to live if you make it out of this. You drink that. I'm not having any of it. And she's like, no, like, seriously, I will survive this. You will not. If you So they have this whole thing where they go back and forth between each other about, like, why they think that the why they think they're more deserving of death basically yeah. than their partner which is uh, a nice twist you know it's um well it's uh, a better version of <laughs> it's a better version of black widow and hawkeye fighting over who gets to throw themselves over the cliff oh, god yeah <laughs> Mostly because I don't like Black Widow and Hawkeye, and I do like Mulder and yeah. Scully. So. Very, very different dynamic. Uh, a little bit. Uh, however, before they even get to decide who is going to drink it, 
the mysterious substance eats through the hull of the ship and a bunch of water comes in and the ship rocks. Uh, it drowns Trondheim and their only remaining liquid falls to the floor and smashes. So they have no drinking water. Uh, and Mulder and Scully both black out. Uh, but the Navy does show up and it rescues them. And Scully wakes up in the hospital and she's doing better. And it's the same doctor, actually, that uh, kicked her out of the hospital earlier that's there. And Scully's like, what about Mulder? And she's like, he's right there. He's right next to her. And he's getting intense treatment. And the doctor is basically just like, well, he was almost entirely shut down. But we found this. And throughout the um, episode, Scully had been taking notes about what had been happening to them and what she found. And basically because the Navy found that journal, the doctors knew how to save Mulder. And she's like, Oh my, and all of a sudden Scully's like, Oh my God, the ship, like whatever is doing this, whatever, whatever caused this, it's still out there. It's still on the ship. Like we have to let somebody know so that they can, essentially so they can quarantine it so it doesn't get anywhere else and so they can study it and the doctor is like oh nope uh the ship that sank it went back into the water and the the closing shot is just of the ocean i guess leading us to believe that maybe whatever this stuff is could contaminate other people someday Maybe, is what I took away from I guess. that. Kind of, it seems uh, kind of a little far-fetched, but whatever. Well, it's also their way of just saying, and this mystery will never really be solved, <laughs> which is uh, something that they do a lot on the X-Files is uh, just be like, and the mystery goes on. And yeah, that's dead calm. I mean, it was a silly episode. Uh, mm-hmm. like I didn't get much out of it. I kind of was just like, wow, this is kind of bad. But like you said, mm-hmm. like the only real redeeming quality was that one bit of Mulder and Scully, just like Mulder being like, no, you have more to live for than I do. Uh, not mm-hmm. just cause you're a woman, but because like you got more stuff. I should have done more things. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I forgot to bring that. Like he says, you know, statistically, you you know you're a woman you would have more life than I would anyway but yeah he do, you're right he does bring up like look I I sort of have squandered most of my life to this point and I should have done more and I should have more to live for and you actually do. yeah so be because um, of that but not much I give it a C yeah um. Yeah, I tip my hand a little bit. The monster is salt <laughs> in this episode. The monster's salt. It's dumb as hey, shit. Hey, you could get a goiter. Um. That's cause for salt. <laughs> uh, the age makeup is pretty bad. The story is... Just, they had so many better ideas about this early in the episode with the the maybe it's alien technology maybe there's like a hole in time maybe there's yeah but then it's just like ah, it's salt water and all of a sudden it's like no it's it's just this weird salt water so yeah this one barely gets a c 
from me as well. Um, yeah, I don't have anything more to say except that uh, next week's episode, Humbug, is mm, it's great. I really like Humbug. Is it a Christmas so, and I think episode? You will too. What's is that? Is it a Christmas episode? No, uh, I'll give you a hint of what it is, though. Uh, the word humbug originally meant um, kind of like trickery and fakery and um, you could maybe... You know how like at the end of uh, The Wizard of Oz, they call the wizard, you know, you old humbug because he's basically just a, a circus man running a, kind of a con. Yeah. Um, there's a circus involved. I'll Hooray! say that much. Yes. Uh, beyond that, I'm not going to say too much more because I want you to discover it for yourself and I want anybody that is listening who is like you and has never watched the show, I want them to discover it for themselves too because it is a lot of fun next week's episode. So that's everybody's homework is humbug. Woo! And uh, yeah, that'll be it for this week. Later, everyone. Later. The FBI's Most Unwanted is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks. 